Hey, nasties. Welcome to the Tough Cup Podcast. Um, <laughs> so, last episode, I gave Jake a lot of shit for talking about Zoe Kravitz drinking milk. I have now seen the Batman, and I am ready to talk about Zoe Kravitz drinking milk. because Thank there, God. Okay, there thank is, God. There is no reason for her to have taken photos like that. She barely does right? any cat things. She has a cat. She has several cats. But that's like, that's uh-huh. it. She doesn't like do cat things. Like, why is she drinking milk like that? What's up with that? Why is she doing wait, that? What do you mean do cat things? Do you, do you want her to like you know spit up no, fucking hairball? Do you I want don't her? want her to? But she doesn't. So it's like why I, I why would. did she need to drink milk like that to get into character? Like what? Why did she need that? It's so Look, frustrating. You started it off. I think I think you answered your own question by how you started off this episode. Hey, nasties. Oh God, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And if if you're not a nasty, if you don't drink milk like (laughs) that, and we do mean like that, please go look at those pictures because, oh boy, drinking chunky milk out of a bowl. Um, Mm, What if it's clam chowder and we're just all like projecting? Well, that still is the wrong way to eat clam chowder. So, so still for the nasties. By comparison, I have not seen the Batman, so I cannot comment. Um, So, with that. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, hello thank you for the comparison. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I just yeah. want to add my two cents on the hey, subject. Hey, we're the top guy. We compare movies. So, <laughs> whoa, whoa! The audience didn't know that yet. <laughs> Spoilers, um, Jake. You're already spoiling it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I lost an hour of sleep last night. Remember oh, daylight savings? Oh, poor guy, poor guy. Yeah. Um, and this is episode fifty-six, part three of our Disney Channel original movies bracket. Uh, coming at you in today's episode. In the first half, we've got Smart House versus Xenon Girl of the Twenty-First Century. Oh, wow! And then in the second half of the episode, we've got High School Musical versus <laughs> Can of Worms. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, what a wild I love getting to our semifinals because like I'm always surprised all over again by what makes it past our initial like read through a watch it just gets funnier (laughs) and funnier to me to see these movies especially after we've talked about them on a base level see see what makes it and see where our where our likes and and dislikes lie you know (laughs) um (laughs) I'm sure that there's someone out there that could really do some psychoanalysis on uh, all three of the boys here at the Tough Cut and what we vote for uh, for for each bracket and genre. Um, there's a lot to learn. <laughs> I, I'd read that essay, but I'm a narcissist. Uh, spoil, <laughs> we, we spoil things in here. There's a big old spoiler warning. We're going to spoil these movies, probably other movies. Uh, we won't spoil the Batman for you, though, because that just came out and that'd be a dick move. Oh. And I haven't seen it yet. So, yeah, yeah please. Don't. It's pretty good, guys. It's pretty wild when they yeah, But you should you should look at the Zoe Kravitz milk picture. picture. Yeah, you should do that. That's not a spoiler. Um, it's just as Alex said, content. she doesn't drink milk like that in the movie. So ah, sorry, guys, I ruined it. I ruined the movie for you. Sorry, nasties. <laughs> Um, so I apologize, <laughs> nasties. You won't get what you want out of Batman. Um, the nasties I'm are so going to get nasty, guys. Oh, no. Uh, Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce Smart House? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, we're just hopping right Alex into it, huh? say his thing. 
He didn't say. He well, didn't say we after the first <laughs> couple brackets, we don't say it for the remainder of the brackets. Yeah, I know, but I just felt like this Alex wanted show bracket. Oh, maybe Alex show, wanted to talk. show original movies in the bracket. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to introduce Smart House? <laughs> God, I do. Yeah, Smart House coming at you in uh, 1999. It's one. It's one of those ones, guys. Whoa. Um, directed by LeVar Burton, Reading Rainbow, which we did not talk about. Uh, definitely want to get into up. that. We didn't talk about it in depth. I know we brought, you have to bring it up because that's really dope. I mean, is there is there more to say? <laughs> like it was directed by LeVar Burton. Crazy. <laughs> I just think that's really cool. Reading Rainbow dude has either a kink or like, you know, he's scared. You know that meme where it's like, uh, like horror writers versus like, uh oh god what was the other kind i don't know but like it was basically like the people who write <laughs> fucked up shit are all like very nice people and the people working on like rom-coms are like fucking like evil gremlin oh, people it, yeah it was with like fanfic and like smut and like weird sex stuff people who write the weird sex stuff and the horror movie writers are like very sweet and kind yeah yeah mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, the the smart house is about a boy <laughs> uh, literally trying to stop his father from dating, so he designs a a, a sexy AI, and she turns evil. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I feel like you describing the AI as sexy is misleading, Jake. Because I feel like the intent was not, "Hey, this AI is going to be sexy." The intent was, "This is mom AI. This is like." If you get really riled up, yeah, real, real riled up by 50s housewives or by mothers, then Jake's comment holds true. We got a movie for you. Look, I know our audience. I know our nasties. And (laughs) I think I think at least 37 percent of our audience would find the smart house AI hot. And I I speak for them. Jake, that is a a large percentage. That is larger than our our analytics. (laughs) That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Call out to any new listeners. You you didn't baked into that data regardless (laughs) of what you say. (laughs) Yeah. Can you let me know if you guys like MILFs in the chat? You know what, guys? (laughs) Social media followers, if you aren't attracted to the house and smart house tweeted us yeah let us know <laughs> let All us right, know well, if you're now not that they'll not tweet now us, that they us, tweet us and you know that a hundred percent of our audience <laughs> is sexually attracted to the house <laughs> nice um on the other side of this alex do you want to introduce xenon um hell now yeah xenon <laughs> like girl in the 21st Harvard. century <laughs> <laughs> um, released in 1999 on the Disney Channel, directed by Kenneth Johnson. The year is 2049, and Xenon Carr is a 13-year-old girl who lives with her family on an Earth orbiting space station. Uh, she finds out that the guy who owns the space station is really creepy and weird, and so she's like, hey, this guy's weird. And then she gets in trouble for saying that and is sent to Earth, where she finds out Earth is populated by normies and everyone's super lame. She meets a pop star mm. and goes back to space and saves the day. The wildest thing in this movie is are the stakes to me because all of a sudden she's like, this guy's weird. Like this guy's really weird. What's up with that? And no one listens to her or pays attention to her. And then all of a sudden everyone in the space station is going to die. You know, like that just like comes out of nowhere. Right. what do you guys think about that? Uh, 
Yeah. So I actually, this is something I wanted to talk about was the, I guess, stakes and resolutions as a broad category. Um, <laughs> because like, obviously what Xenon's trying to get at in some ways is the experience being a child. We talked about this last time we talked about Xenon. <laughs> However, as far as how high stakes the movies in this bracket are um, obviously Minutemen was sort of on the same level, uh, but every other movie here, it's like, you know, they're like minor personal stakes. Like what's going to happen in smart house. If they don't stop the house, they have to live in the house and be taken <laughs> care of by robo mommy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, notice he said robo mommy. Nasties. <laughs> That's my favorite flavor. <laughs> um, of what? You know, <laughs> just I love that. that I love that good robomami flavor. You know, it's like heavily prevalent in Asian cuisine. <laughs> Can robomami? Never mind. I'm not going to say that. I, I was almost like I almost went too gross, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I think the the stakes in Xenon are wild because it's literally everyone Xenon knows <laughs> except for her. Um, Anton Earth and like her couple newfound Earth friends will literally die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, however, talking about the actual ending of Xenon, like <laughs> the corporation, <laughs> you know, it's dissolved, the owner gets arrested. Where's the station going to get its funding? Like they still need money, mm. right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so, so like <laughs> that's such a fucking Matthew. Like, way to think about this. <laughs> the end of a Disney Channel original movie. They're like, how are they going to get funding at the end of this movie? It's a genuine question. Because, like, <laughs> she's so worried about going to Earth. But their space station's 100% going to get grounded. They can't stay up mm -hmm. there if there's no one to pay for things. Matt, I like <laughs> to think after Xenon's effect on interstellar pop sensation Protozoa, uh, he would fund the space station. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the, he, well, he, he does come back. He comes back. Yeah, he's true. back in the in other Xenon movie. Maybe. Oh, my um, God. Actually, it makes sense that because remember, we talked about how he, all of a sudden he has larger roles. I think oh, that they did that the space so, station. They, so that he would fund them. They gave him larger roles because <laughs> this is real, right? This is a documentary. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. They gave him like an executive producer credit. You know that you know how they like like to soften people to get them to pay for the movie. That's what they did. Mm -hmm. I believe you. Um, Thank you. On the other <laughs> on the other side, though, with Smart House, um, yeah, two things. His with dad its would ending. have dated for motivation <laughs> and, and stakes. Come um, on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, <laughs> which which really should motivate any teenage boy. Your dad dating? No, no, no. I'll <laughs> be the houseworker, dad. <laughs> um, one, it really makes me appreciate how pixel perfect approaches AI because smart house is ending. It's just him telling the house, like you'll never be human and you'll never be my mom. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the house is like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of beautiful. Though. Okay. No, no, no. Smart house is about setting boundaries. You asshole. Oh. It's about, it's about being like, no, like you need to realize that like, not everything can be like all set in stone or whatever. And like, it was probably about the fear. I mean, it is about the fears of like, you know, your dad or mom got a divorce and they date someone new and they try to be your parent. And it's a really confusing time. And setting those boundaries, even if they seem harsh, might be important for your growth. See, but OK, so here's here's my issue with that interpretation is that mm -hmm. the woman that the dad is dating 
the son it not necessarily that he doesn't try because like i get it you're upset that like your dad is dating someone new but Mm -hmm. it's also like she doesn't do anything to like act like a mom he's mean to her before she's ever dating the dad like i think this guy just hates adult women (laughs) (laughs) in in (laughs) you know that I can't defend that because it's probably true. But, but I will say that, like, it feels like a very kid thing to do to, like, be mean before. Like, you know, he's, he's a little kid and he sees, like, a woman that may resemble a mom. He's in high school. Who, like, he's old enough yeah. to understand that, like, when his dad is dating someone, you know? Like, he understands. It doesn't mean he's not little dick boy. Yeah, he's still not okay with wow, that. Wow, Jake, yeah. I can't believe you said that kid had a tiny penis. Wait, 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 wait. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, hmm. so, thinking Smart House, thinking Xenon, um, mm-hmm. talking our protagonists, talking how capable Ooh. they are. Mm. If we think we, we put Xenon Carr in Smart House and we put Ben Cooper in Xenon. <laughs> ben Cooper's getting his shit beat out of him. Like, I don't ben like, Cooper, yeah. Ben Cooper is immediately assassinated by the the CEO guy. Dude, 100%. Raven Simone's character I, would beat the shit out of like, him. So I'm not convinced Ben Cooper has the wherewithal to realize there's an evil plot. Yeah. Um, He'd just be hanging out. I think... <laughs> Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, you have a competition to <laughs> okay, wait, go on stage one, with Protozoa." Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, one has the better be dance number? All of his energy would be into like figuring out how to put like a million entries into the Protozoa competition, and then when he wins, <laughs> and all of his energy would be like, "I need to plan out what my dance is going to be when Protozoa pulls me on stage." <laughs> Um, And then the space station explodes and everyone Ben Cooper knows dies versus um, I think Xenon in Smart House Mm. builds a better house. Well, because Xenon would not program the house house, to be (laughs) Mm. well, Xenon would not program the house to be like an overbearing mom because that is so counter to what Xenon would want to do. You know, Xenon, I think, would make the house into a cool dance party all the time. Hmm. So you think Xenon cool, Ben Cooper drool? Yes. Lame? Ben Cooper's um. definitely an incel, right? <laughs> uh, save that for can of worms. Save it for can of worms because I've got thoughts on that subject. Uh. Sorry. Well, I just I just realized we had incels move on in the bracket, but uh <laughs> um but looping back to your your comment, Jake, just because I've got a quick thought. You said who's got a better dance number? Mm-hmm. Um no offense to Protozoa, but the Smart House dance scene we've already touched on is a masterpiece. Yeah. However, I want to address some social media comments about it really quickly. Oh. <laughs> People seem to think <laughs> that we aren't aware of the fact that kids learn dances to do with their friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, no. This, okay. If you have not seen this scene from smart house you need to go watch it immediately it is very After the different Zoe Kravitz from- milk thing i want to be very clear that is your <laughs> one and then the other back yeah. to back it back is to back. so different from kids learning and doing the dance to a song it is 
the most absurd, crazy scene. This guy's friends show up at his house for a party that he didn't know about. And then they're the first ones there. <laughs> and they're like, let's get this party started. And the three of them put on a concert. We're not. <laughs> right on the TV, on a huge screen, and just do the dance. Like, there is no, it, it is wild. So part of it is, this is a movie, okay, audience? And <laughs> generally, okay, you when, dumb when, audience, <laughs> you dumb, stupid <laughs> audience, this is a movie. <laughs> generally, when when something is a character trait in a movie, you, you know, you need to exposit about it and show it to us that, like, we know that Ben can dance. Mm-hmm. The fact that he and his friends, with no indication they can dance, not suddenly dance, that's the okay. important piece, okay? So, it's so, not that we d- we yeah. understand they never kids learn about, dances. They never even okay? talk about, like, hanging out and, like, oh, did you hear the new song? Like, oh, we need to learn that dance. Or, like, oh, thing. man, I can't this wait to do the, the dance. Few, like, this is one of the few <laughs> instances where I needed a little tell at the Toad Show. Not show, don't tell. They literally were like... <laughs> <laughs> they literally were the epitome of show. Do not tell anything. Do not give any detail. Yeah, this would be like him and his friends secretly learned a slam to funk dance <laughs> um, and then tore it up without showing anyone that maybe this was them practicing. Maybe they, before the movie started, talked about wanting to learn it, went to Ben's house, learned it, and they're like, okay, we're still not 100%. Okay, but um, it's also like... During this scene, they do the dance 100%. Like, they've got it down. But, like, if they, like, learned it for this, why are they doing it now and not when people are there? Like, it's such a weird choice to have them do it before (laughs) the party starts. Like, if they do it during the party, that's one thing. Because then it's, like, a cool, exciting thing, you know? But it's just the three of them. It's so weird. I I will say, in comparing the two... What you originally said, Matt, of like comparing the two dances, comparing the two songs. No, Jake's comment originally, or giving Jake's him credit. Comment. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're um, welcome. The song <laughs> in Smart House kicks ass. It's so much better than the song from Xenon. Like the zoom, zoom, zoom. Mm. It's pretty dumb. The jumping, jumping, the house is jumping. Like I could groove to that 24 hours a day. Yeah, it's because Slam Defunk is a real band. And I don't know. If- <laughs> Is Protozoa's song? Is that, a, is, is that I real? I actually <laughs> really loved the Zoom Zoom. Like, really? I loved that one growing oh. up. I, yeah, I, I did. I did love oh. it. You know what, audience? We're going to make a poll. We're going to make an internet poll. You choose which song is your favorite, and whichever one is your favorite, the three of us will learn and record the dance and do the <laughs> dance to it and put it on social media. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I still think regardless that I want to. For- I mean, we, we made a promise. Uh, I don't know what I said. Well, I think a million uh, <laughs> followers on social media. Um, yeah. Uh, Look, and regardless, we will learn smart houses. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, guys, I mean, if the smart house ones wins, like we don't even the beauty of it is clearly we don't even have to learn it. We just have to get together and <laughs> look at the TV <laughs> and our bodies will become possessed. <laughs> and we'll know like we'll know what to do i do have another thing that i want to say about these two movies unless someone yeah, else yeah, has please, go, for go for it so 2049 is xenon right yeah yeah that's not far away um no that's 27 years that's 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 you know that's close and like smart house talks about ai that's also like we you know a little bit talk about that what what in regards to like our future as a society 
What do you think is going to happen first? Big concept question. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So Jake, Jake, here's the thing. Smart house was mm-hmm. supposed to be happening in 1999. We are just now Hilarious. getting to a point in society, like in the last couple of years where that is actually a reality, not in to the extent, but you know, we have smart devices. We have, you know, a house and things that constantly listen to us and spy us on us and sell us things. So, you know, mm. like we are, we are there. I think we are as close to smart house as we're going to get. Um, mm. Xenon, I think is still, we're not there yet. We don't have big space mm-hmm. station society, you know, um, earth during Xenon seemed fairly normal besides just like easy, quick space shuttles, but like everything mm-hmm. else seemed pretty much the same. So I, to answer your question, smart house, smart house comes first. And like a what came mm. first, chicken right. or the egg between Smart House and Xenon? Right. What would y'all prefer? Well, Xenon, I mean, because I hate smart smart technology, is evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, a perfected version. Obviously, the Smart House as it stands, it so ain't, no, ain't that no great unless you're mom, attracted to no the house. No sexy house mom, just regular house mom, is what you're saying? Well, I don't I think don't the know. sexiness is the issue here. Not for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. You know, what if Jeff Bezos just made Alexa sexy? <laughs> Isn't that a Super Bowl ad? Is it? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is Alexa and they make him sexy. Well, they don't make him sexy. Michael B. Jordan is I mean, just he, sexy. He is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which callback we've talked about on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. Listen to our first bracket. <laughs> yeah. Sequel showdown. You can probably skip sequel showdown, honestly. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a joke. Listen to all of our content. So, okay, um, here's what I'll point. Say, here's what I'll say about SQL Showdown. Content good. Audio quality bad. <laughs> yeah. Who would? Who would? Who would let that happen? Who would do that? I don't know. You know, <laughs> someone who's using their microphone backwards for the uh, <laughs> sounds like a fucking asshole, dude. Probably. So something that just came to my attention, literally right this second. Apparently, Smart House is based on a Ray Bradbury story. This cannot be real. What? The Disney Wiki must be mistaken about this. Disney Wiki's oh just my reaching for nope. straws, maybe? It's, uh, no. The synopsis of the story. Um, in the story, a mother and father struggle with their technologically advanced home taking over their role as parents. Oh. Hey, you wow. know what? That seems about right, actually. That, feel, that feels like a good enough <laughs> That's uh, crazy. story. So, Either way, that's just kind of fun. Mm. And also, Xenon's an adaptation. Oh. How weird is that? What of? Yeah, it's a, a series of books, I think, literally titled Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Oh, that's rad. So you're saying, you're telling me these aren't Disney Channel original movies? Well, the movies are original to Disney Channel, but <laughs> they're not original content. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't really have anything to add on that con- that 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 fact. I just it, it raised an eyebrow with me. It's interesting. But Smart House, Xenon, mm-hmm. should I feel like there's got to be one more one more comparison we can we can talk with these two, or we can just go straight into voting. It'll just be a shorter section. So what I'll say, and I'll kind of like go over my rationalization going into like voting. Um, I, I also think a big a big plus that Xenon has is that it feels like it has more, <laughs> no pun intended for Smart House's content, but like more life to it. Um, 
<laughs> you know, like, I, like it, it has more characters that like more expansive characters that I like and more like, you know, side things going on. It just feels like it has more mm. life. Um, it feels yeah, like I'm going to say something. Yeah, I, I actually super, super agree with that. It feels like a lot of smart house. Um, there's not a lot going on. Like Ben is relatively passive outside of telling the house to be his mom mm-hmm. and the dance um, whereas, that was pretty active yeah that's super active <laughs> but that's as we said perfect cinema whereas xenon i feel like is through basically the entire film like a very active character um mm-hmm. so it's just like generally like a more interesting watch i think mm-hmm. yeah um which is not to say that smart house isn't fun because <laughs> it is <laughs> it is um, yeah it's super fun yeah so i mean i guess i'm I mean, it sounds like we're we're ready to vote. We're I think so. Yeah, I just I just felt like I needed to because like I, I do I do love Smart House, but but I do think that overall, if Smart House wouldn't have been a Disney Channel original movie, and they would have aged it up, and they would have put Oscar Isaac in it, and <laughs> they would have put uh, Dom Hill Gleason in it, right? That's the other group, and they would have made a24 distribute it and they would have made the robot sexier and they would have maybe slept with the robot maybe not and then the robot killed them i think that would have been a better movie that's just a pitch for me yeah well we totally don't spoil other movies on the top cut podcast so uh, i hope you don't figure out what movie jake was envisioning that was the smart totally house real. pitch that's a smart house yeah. pitch brand new pitch brand new pitch um, brand new pitch well, right before we go into voting, the the one thing I want to say, because um, it sounds like I can kind of suss out where we're leaning. Um, what do you mean? What I'm do you mean a 17% that? of what of it. <laughs> um, are a, 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 you know, a, a, a so long farewell to Ben Cooper and what is one of the strangest decom characters <laughs> who wants to be his family's um, <laughs> parent and also is known for entering too many competitions as his uh-huh. primary character traits. <laughs> uh, um, with that, uh, I, I am voting for Xenon Girl the 21st Century. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I am too. <laughs> Xenon is just, it's just so deep major. Um, it's incredible. <laughs> I've got to vote for Xenon as well. Oh nice. yeah, clean sweep. With that, Xenon Girl, the 21st century advances to our decom finale. Who would have guessed it? Um, Me. Hell yeah! I, well, yeah. <laughs> you write these episodes, though, Jake. Yeah, Jake, you're Don't the writer for that. the for the Disney Channel bracket. <laughs> uh, all right. Jumping over to the other side of this bracket, uh, Jake. Do you want so to introduce excited. Can of Worms? No, I went first last time. Okay. Uh, I will introduce (laughs) High School Musical then. Um, After Troy and Gabriella have a very steamy New Year's Eve karaoke sing-off together, uh, Gabriella... What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Transfers. Transfers to East High, uh, where Troy, the popular captain of the basketball team, um, has to... This is fucking terrible. Why can't I summarize <laughs> this movie? <laughs> okay, give me, you it's know what? It's speaking volumes. It's speaking volumes. High school musical. I just 
pop that baby in Google. Troy Bolton, the star athlete at a small town high school, falls for nerdy beauty Gabriella Montez at a holiday karaoke party. When they return to campus, Troy and Gabriella audition for the upcoming musical. Meanwhile, the jealous Sharpay Evans conspires to squelch their chances. The two must struggle to make it to auditions while also meeting their existing obligations to the basketball team in the academic decathlon. Released in 2006, directed by Kenny Ortega. I'll be honest. I liked yours. Uh, I like. I liked yours better. Yeah, I don't know why I'm incapable of summarizing High School Musical. Uh, I don't know why it's so tough for me. Did either way? Did uh, you guys? Sorry, go you ahead. you talking about the plot of High School Musical made me realize: is High School Musical just our generation's Grease? Yeah, mm. pretty much. Mm. Girl, it's like a oh, transfers down to school. They also have they had met full before. Adults, you know, <laughs> yeah, Greece, <laughs> Greece is people in their thirties pretending to be high schoolers. No, honestly, I full on think that they aren't even pretending. Like they they aren't even trying to hide the fact <laughs> that they're full on adults. You know, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. That's a really good point, Alex. Thanks, Thanks. for that. You're welcome. We do smart things sometimes. Um, yeah. Jake. Yeah. Can of worms? Can of worms. Guys. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Quick interjection. Okay. John Travolta was only 23 when they filmed Grease. Dude, okay, no, this is a real thing <laughs> that I've thought about. Like, I don't know if we just think we're like forever young and that we look young or whatever the fuck but something in the water about 20 like you know mid-20s people like in the 80s or whatever they look so much older Mm -hmm. in pictures than like i feel like i look right now Mm -hmm. and it's weird it's weird because john wilson looks at at least 32 in greece (laughs) (laughs) okay looking at photos his face is is softer um there you go. Uh, but yeah, 23 still surprises me. Huh. Either way, we are not talking about Greece in this bracket. <laughs> um, it just that blew my mind. I, I, I hate to tell I you, Matthew, but I guess we are. <laughs> yeah, I, it seems I literally I mean, this time I wasn't the one that brought it up. I did not take us inexorably off track. Well, you did because you continued the conversation, Matt. We were ready to move on. And you were like, look at John Travolta's adult man face. Yeah, you did. You did yeah. actually. That's oh, that's... Sandy was twenty nine years old. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she yeah. looks old. That, that okay. That tracks. That tracks, guys. That tracks. That's crazy. Yeah. Everyone else was like in their late twenties, uh, early thirties. John Travolta was uh, like by far the youngest person. <laughs> oh, not quite. There are a couple other people that are in their early twenties. Either way, either way, we'll save that for when we talk about Greece. Isn't it wild how big John Travolta's mouth is? Look, I'm not here to talk about another Scientologist on this podcast, okay? That's not why you're here? No, I'm not a representative from the Church of Scientology, no matter how much you guys keep accusing me of it. I've seen your bank statements. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, can of worms, can of worms. Yeah, can of worms. Uh, Guys, aliens are there. And... (laughs) 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 <laughs> aliens are there in 1999 and, and this the, there's a teenager who's really dissatisfied and he thinks maybe he's an alien 
And he mm-hmm. meets these aliens and he's like, man, some of these guys are cool. Some of them are not so friendly. That's he pretty really it. only likes the dog. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dog, the yeah. space cops and the weird alien that he was telling the story about. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Most of them he does not like. There are a lot. There are a lot of it's it's a whole can of worms, guys. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> so I really need I really need to acknowledge something. For me, this actually is a difficult matchup, and I'll tell you why. I think both of these movies succeed in being a Disney Channel original movie for two completely different reasons. <laughs> I think uh, we discussed before, High School Musical is genuinely a really good Disney Channel original movie, and it you know was a, about the change of the time, and, and it's a you know you can say what you want about story stuff or whatever, but it's it's good. Like it feels like it's for teens going in. It's iconic. It's singing. It's whatever. Like it, there there's there's positivity to it. It's a Disney Channel original movie, but Can of Worms feels like a fever dream of childhood and i also think that having a bad <laughs> a bad disney channel original movie is also the essence of a disney channel original movie mm. Mm. you know I, I i don't think they should be like these masterpieces or whatever or at least this was the 1999 version of disney channel original movies yeah before the the high school musical turning point yeah so mm. here's my here's my issue with that is that mm-hmm. in the 90s high like the 90s Disney Channel original movies they still had dynamic characters yeah um like <laughs> all of the sports ones have like significant relationships with multiple people that are dynamic like mm-hmm. all of like Xenon has specific relationships with characters that are dynamic. This movie does mm-hmm. not have that. The only relationship Mike has is with this other girl and everything Caitlin. else is incredibly flat. Like there, there aren't any dynamic relationships besides with, uh, you said her name was Caitlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's really bad. And I don't think it, is bad in a way that feels Disney Channel original movie. I think it just feels bad. I think it's I think fun. It's, I think it's very fun. I think it's Goosebumps bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, worse than Goosebumps, though. Like, I don't think it's a fun bad. However, I do agree that <laughs> I don't think, like, on a fundamental level, Can of Worms is, like, a great movie. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, you know... I fall that it's like can't be bad, which I understand, Alex. I totally get your perspective. Um, but you are very much not alone. I, the internet in general does not have a warm reception <laughs> to well, again, Can of this, Worms. Can of Worms got buried. <laughs> like it got buried. They talk about the other like cringy Disney Channel original movies all the time. But I think this is hilarious that it got buried that this is just like not remembered and Disney tried to like intentionally lock it away in a vault, the Disney vault, but it's not like the Disney classics vault. It's like the Disney, like a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just want to read a review for can of worms 
Uh, this is from IMDb user Brianna Kraus. It's her only review on the on the website. When I was a child, only at the age of eight, I woke up in a cold sweat while this movie was playing. Traumatic, if I do say. I only saw the last 30 minutes, but I had nightmares for the next two years. All I could remember was the aliens. Everyone thought I was lying, making things up. And after a while, I did too. It must have been a weird dream that stuck with me. <laughs> That's what I thought. Oh, was I so wrong. Fast forward 10 years, I have not stopped thinking about this movie. My every waking <laughs> moment, every time someone brings up the Critters franchise, I have to relish in the fact that it's not this movie that's been haunting my thoughts for 12 years. I finally found this stupid movie. My character arc's over. I can finally rest. Also, Mike is literally the definition of an incel and does not deserve Caitlin. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I get that, like this movie, how it was locked away. I can see it becoming like a cryptid nightmare for people yes. that just like I, they can't remember the name of and it haunts them for years, <laughs> um, which is fun. I like that. I think it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the camp where like I think it's really cool that something can haunt the memory. And like, I don't know, man. Um. However, to, to speak to something that, that Brianna, IMDb user Brianna Krauss mentions, Mike being an incel. So yeah. I super, super agree with that. I think if this movie had, what you know was set in the mid 2000s, just something about Mike's vibes, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think he would be on 4chan. I think that like <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, he just gives me incel vibes. Totally agree. Totally agree. He's he's got the what's he using so much bandwidth on, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so with that, that in the air, Mm. um, important, important to remember, can of worms now problematic in two ways. Incel Mike, uh, Jewish stereotype aliens. That's two. That's two strikes. But sometimes you got to tell the story of an incel, a cautionary (laughs) tale, so to speak. (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, sometimes you got to you got to knock the Jews down a pig. (laughs) No, that is not where I was going. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes. And I'm talking to you as a Jewish man here. Sometimes the Jews need to be knocked down a pig. (laughs) They're on top of too many worlds out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We we, we have it too good sometimes, you know. Yeah. So so with with that in the air, the high school experiences on display in these movies, not the minus the aliens. Damn it. Um, <laughs> which which high school experience do you feel, you know, is more accurate? I mean, accurate. Okay. So which, I think I, both which of them ones are incredibly inaccurate. But what I will say <laughs> okay. is that I think and we joked about this last time and critiqued high school musical for it. But I think in thinking about it more, the weight that all of these minor events have feels incredibly high school. Like how tumultuous it all is, how important everything Mm -hmm. is when it's like just a game, just like a a, like practice or whatever, uh, like just the audition, like these minor events are so important to them. Uh, and that feels very high school. So I got to give it to High School Musical. And also, unfortunately, like, unfortunate for two two ways, some worse than others. Like, 
the bullying in High School Musical, especially the stick to the status quo shit, seems very real. And and I hate to say it, but even the racially charged <laughs> bullying <laughs> in High School Musical <laughs> feels very real. Telling this man to stick with basketball and the white woman doing the pop lock and boogie and that feels very real. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of get a gauge, um, for where you guys sit on that, on those concepts, because I think I fall generally towards your original statement, Alex, that I don't know if either of these are, Mm -hmm. are too, too accurate, which of course makes sense. They're movies. And yeah, you keep telling the audience that these are movies. I really feel like you don't (laughs) trust them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I think that's really the heart of it. That I know they're not to be trusted. The audience is not to be trifled with. Listen up, you big dumb nasties. I don't trust you. These are movies. That's In you, movies? Matt. Matt, that's what you sound Not like. real. <laughs> Thank you. You um, sound good. Yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Matthew, please? Um, I have like completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. Um, however, I, I think that Alex's point of high schoolers making a really big deal out of very minor events, mm-hmm. um, feeling accurate. I do think that there, there's some, there's some definite truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also though, with can of worms, the, the bully character being like, just generally well liked by people and good at lots of things I feel is also more accurate to my high school experience that like the popular kids were just like general like not you know we didn't really we I went to a super right. large high school so we didn't have like popular kids but like mm-hmm. in each respective subject it's like people who are just like good at multiple things and just like generally well liked <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really funny to, you to include. Name. <laughs> we already talked about our relationship yeah. in high school, Jake. Um, yeah, that yeah. I was your secret hater from uh, across the seas. Yeah. Um, and I like also that it seems to be mostly just Mike, um, Can of Worms' main character, who like really, and I guess his friends that really don't like um, <laughs> the the perfect specimen, the bully in Can yeah. of Worms. Mm-hmm. Well, like they have, you know, kind of labeled him that way. So that's what I... That's what I kind of don't get because like my high school experience and I guess this is different from you, Matt, my high school, Mm -hmm. like the popular kids were not good at everything. They were good at sport and then just kind of didn't try in school. And not to say that like bullies have to be like, you know, dumb, not trying people, but like just wasn't your high school experience. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't feel doesn't feel authentic to me. Yeah. So I think that that it's just the nature of like my super, super large high school that like there wasn't like a single click of popular kids. It was like in everyone's relative subsection, you know, mm. there's like the popular honors kids who are like varsity soccer players, but then like also in science Olympiad or something, you mm. know, it was weird because like in my high school experience and I had multiple, like, all the high schools I went to, when I went to lunch, people got up on the tables and started singing about how I shouldn't <laughs> pursue my passions. Which, okay, so something that's wild about that song 
the fact that it comes in like the first 30 minutes of the movie, like, I don't know, just something about it does not feel earned in it's where it's timed. <laughs> oh, see, I, <laughs> think, like, I think it's so important because it establishes so much, you know, it like it establishes yeah, that like the well because it it shows that it is more than just like oh the basketball crowd is like this and the like science olympiad crowd is like this like it it establishes the full culture of the high school as racist and terrible mm. rather than like mm. just as something that happens <laughs> just later the basketball team yeah yeah That's it's fair, about, actually. It's about I guess clicks I had... in high school and like and it also gives you all the side characters like that's that's uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. I was coming at it from the perspective of um, big fun dance number. Is it really? Well, no, no, no. That like is there you, t- Troy auditioning for the musical and uh, Gabriella auditioning like people shaking things up. Is it really that significant that suddenly everyone's going to like announce that what the, what the things are, are that they wish they could do? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, like it, this, it's you know. if it, you're right to point it out because this is like one of the um, that this is one of the core scenes that people like point to. That now you know it's it's a little different because we've had time with High School Musical, but that's that was one of the biggest satire points that people pointed to. It's like where they randomly started bursting out into song and dance, and it's in the middle of a cafeteria, and you're like, okay, this this feels very musical. It's still a musical, yeah, yeah you it's know, a musical. This is it's in very the name. musical. Uh, uh, but but for some reason, watching like the 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 teens do it, like this was, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's something that we haven't talked about in High School Musical? Zach Efron does not mm-hmm. sing in the first High yeah, School Musical. Yeah, he, yep. That is not him because he couldn't sing yet. Yeah. How do we how do we feel about that? Um, is the movie lying you know, to us? I th- I think it's really funny that they cast him and he couldn't sing. Um, That's insane. There are plenty of pretty boys that can sing. So Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Why him? Um, I don't know if this was like a I don't know much about Zac Efron's um, relationship in Hollywood. Like, was this like a nepotism situation or like what? Because it's kind of wild, right? It's Um, like such a weird choice. but it personally, I mean, it doesn't really bother me. Um, it bothers it's you. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I here I am <laughs> 14 years after this movie or 16. No, yeah, 14 years. Uh, no, 16 years. Came out 2006. Um, <laughs> after this movie came out. I watched it. Midnight release. I was there. <laughs> um, and it, I'm still talking about the fact that <laughs> Zac Efron um, was not the one that sang. Um, yeah, doesn't bother me. Okay. I swear. So he does not appear to be, I'm, I'm Googling. Uh, he does not appear to be like um, a nepotism choice. His dad is an electrical engineer and his mom is huh. an administrative assistant. So Zach Efron, Interesting. I don't know. He, he just has that natural charisma, I guess. Yeah. It's just Efron, why? Efron's why not him? a Nepo baby. That's pretty, that's pretty big. He's a Disney channel baby. Also, yeah, the evolution of Zac Efron from soft boy to himbo is one of my favorite like human being arcs. Where do you feel like he at nailed it? Where do you feel like he nailed the transition? What do you mean by that? Like, at what point do you, I think that he like went from being categorized soft boy to categorized himbo or because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a, a, you know, I think it's an art, you know, like and you, I, you slowly I also think move he's along one of the, the few Disney Channel actors who like actually like kind of broke off the the disney channel yeah. curse and uh 
and he, has made good movies post like in Hollywood and funny shit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. True Besides that. the greatest showman, fucking holds in Day's hand, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus what a fucking Christ. terrible monster. Um, I think Zach Efron, I feel like he aged for us. Do you guys feel that? Like he has Ooh. just always been attractive at every age that he like at every stage in his life. When I like check as on tastes like, have changed as, as yeah. tastes change, I feel like he's always there. Like he's always the right. It, he's always been in the right spot. Did you guys watch that docu docu series that he did? Um, down no, to earth? but I heard about it. I I am <laughs> that is a literal can of worms to get me to talk about. I have many thoughts about the enlightened himbo travels uh, TV <laughs> show. Yeah, this um, man's really going through it. <laughs> no, it's. When you start to like dig, scratch the surface a little, it, it's just a wild time. I yeah. just, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was good. Um, there's just some audit. Again, we will save it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, we're not here to talk about the, the, the Himbo <laughs> Travels show. Um, but in general, yeah, it's, be. you know, it's a nice time. It's a nice time. Um, yeah, Alex is like anything to not talk about can of worms. <laughs> what? No. Uh, you guys I mean, to vote? We, we already know it's moving on, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm trying to save my um, conversation. That's definitely the mind space that I'm at. Talking mm-hmm, about can of worms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chad Danforth <laughs> versus <laughs> Mike Poolsbury, uh, the main character in can of worms. Versus in what, what way? wins that fight? Just fight? They fight. Uh, yeah. Chad wins. <laughs> Chad nice. for sure wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, cool, no, cool. Ch- Chad, Chad wins. Chad wins. Not here. only do I think Chad is in better shape, <laughs> but I also think Chad has a team. He's got a team behind him. Mm-hmm. He's got people. Chad also analyzing Mike. Chad would fight Chad, dirty. Chad fights dirty. <laughs> That's we do know 100%. he's scheming. Yeah, we know he's a scheming. Chad oh, fights dirty. He's sneaky. Chad sneaky. I think the team would help him analyze Mike's like fighting strategy. And so he'd like go in there with like support and ideas, you know? And do we think Mike would make a alien space weapon? I think Mike would try to make an alien space weapon and it would not work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause boy, boy knows internet boy doesn't know laser. Mm. Yeah. If mm. we're talking fighting fists, then it's Chad. But if we're talking fighting, like, I don't know. Who can solve a Rubik's Cube fastest? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If we're talking spatial reasoning, I don't know. (laughs) I think Chad's losing here. Well, okay. Uh, Chad has innate understanding of physics from basketball. Right. No, but he doesn't practice. No, Chad does. Oh no, Chad does actually. You're right. Troy yeah, doesn't. Right. Yeah, Troy I, doesn't. I, I Troy for doesn't. some reason decided to have a comparison between <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a a supporting character yeah. versus the main character. Versus rather, main, than yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think Chad's beating his ass if it's hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you guys internalized the fact that the alien on the <laughs> poster of can of worms is wearing shoes and socks <laughs> yeah wait, wait, wait. and Hold also i mean the human mouth thing really really <laughs> fucking fucks me up yeah, yeah the that little are, guy got the shoes and socks on that, okay yeah he, really where uh, yes. look at him he got yeah. shoes and socks 
Yeah, yeah. dude. Dripper drown. Oh my god. <laughs> Dripper drown. <laughs> so honestly, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm glad you were okay, honest. Also there. the I don't I think this is like a, a the DVD case for the movie, but it says on the front, who's got the time to be a teenager when you have to save the world is an insane way to pitch can of worms <laughs> because I don't think the stakes are ever world saving. The aliens just want to take him away. Yeah, well, it's his world. It's his world. Ah, I also think it's an it's a personalized perspective. Yeah. OK, yeah. I don't know what if this is a poster or something, but it says the aliens are coming and they want to be your new best friends. Like, is that supposed to be ominous? Like, if you haven't seen the movie, why? Why would you think that's bad? Why would it be like, oh, no, you know? Well, because he's like a goofy, gross alien. So you're like, I don't want that alien to be my best friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is about judging a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> that's what this movie is about. It's a good one. And honestly, oh, and you know high what? School musicals about judging them based on their one preferred characteristic. Yeah. Well, but like in regards to judging a book by its cover, that fits Mike because it's like he looks like a person, but he's really an alien. Maybe mm-hmm. I, the film doesn't really take a firm stance on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's an he's alien. A, he's, he's definitely he's a, he's a soft alien. It could have benefited from a goosebump style reveal at the end, you know? like his yeah. eyes glow in the last frame or some shit. Yeah, like that'd yeah. be sick, you yeah. know. And a yeah. goosebumps logo coming at the beginning of the movie, yeah. and Earl um, <laughs> Stein writing it. And, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I want to do uh, another goosebumps bracket. I love goosebumps. I love I'm goosebumps. down. So I'm down for another goosebumps bracket. Hell yeah! Let's find out. Should we vote? We I'm should. Ready. Let's do it. I'm ready to. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go here. I'll start. I'm voting for can of worms. Fuck Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start. I'm voting for High School Musical. That leaves me. As much as I love can of worms, um, <laughs> I feel like High School Musical does so much for the modern decom, does so much for the genre of decom. So mm. I got to give it to, to High School Musical. Oh, as no. much as bad decom is a genre, <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I, I voted against the defining classic you're you're not wrong you are not wrong in what you did here today (laughs) (laughs) all right well with that um we have our disney channel original movie finale it'll be xenon girl the 21st century versus high school musical um which will be lots of fun but also honorable mentions in the first half of that episode. So if you think we missed any decoms um, in our bracket, let us know on social media at tough cut pod, run all your favorites. If you enjoyed today's episode, who should they share it with? Zoe Kravitz. Someone oh, who God. sells milk. Yeah. S- send it to your local milkman. Oh yeah. Share it with mm. your local milkman. Mm-hmm. If you still get and milk ask, delivered to your door, and ask, you know, <laughs> Why, why, why you have my eyes and hair, milkman? <laughs> you know, why you have yeah, my really facial weird, features, milkman? Sometimes when you've got a AI mom, AI mom that's a little too sexy, the milkman <laughs> <laughs> just you know built different. Milkman built Aren't different. It? Hell yeah, we'll be asking for y'all honorable mentions. I know you guys have some honorable mentions for this one, so can't yeah, wait to go apparent, into it. Can't wait to dive in. It's gonna be great. 
people are really opinionated about Disney Channel movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Crazy. Matthew's been like uh, attacked. I let my wife pick two of my three choices, and she's still upset at the movies that were picked in this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's so funny. That's amazing. I love That's, that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't think there's anything else we say. We say, love oh. you, nasties. We love the little nasties. We if love you our like the nasties. show, rate and review us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, we don't have enough ratings on Spotify to display a rating yet, which is kind of cringe. That's so if you listen so, on Spotify, what a big bummer. What a bummer. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast for Please. a year and people haven't re- reviewed us on Spotify. Oh, God. Yeah, well, they only added the feature to rate podcasts on Spotify like a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. But please, uh, (laughs) if you want to rate us, you know, Mm -hmm. a little little cheeky little rating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think I got anything else. I certainly don't. Cherry (laughs) coverage.